So before we start, we just want to clarify that all the opinions we'll be given today are very, very subjective. They are just our own thoughts, and they don't reflect the view of either Spirit Life or the University. Everyone, welcome back to Unchannable. Today we'll be starting our first official episodes. Yeah. As we all know, the Quadrennial Olympics is always a globally visible event. Yeah. That gather people all around the world together, especially in this year, 2022 Winter Olympics, is actually hosted in Beijing in our country, China. Many young and potential athletes. Are emerging and many experienced athletes are still persist in their passion, even though some of them have suffered from illness and injuries before. Yeah, and what I like to see in the Olympic is always the spirit of persistence and the passion from athletes to the sports, and also the inclusive atmosphere between athletes from many of the countries. Whenever I watch Olympics, I always have this feeling of we are in a utopia, where we are free from the difference of race, gender, identity. The goal of athletes are beyond the success, with just a simple and genuine heart to promote their beloved sports. Yeah, and one of the athletes that we're going to talk about today in our episode, Aline Gu, must be the most highly regarded and popular athlete in China now. She challenged a movement that she has never been practiced before at her woman big air freestyle skiing competition with a 1660 degree rotation, and she won the gold medal in her last go. That's very impressive to me. She eventually won two gold medals and silver medals in her competitions that ended a few days ago, becoming the first woman athlete that won three medals in one Olympics. Her background is obviously very excellent, elite, and distinguished. To be honest, I can't just think of a person who is more qualified than her to win a gold medal. Yeah, she gives me a feeling that she was born to be successful. So for sure, practicing skiing at the age of three and then won a bunch of first prize at the age of fourteen, finished her high school in advance, and got accepted into Stanford with an SAT at. Fifteen eighty out of sixteen hundred. First time participating in the Olympics and won a gold medal with a movement that never been practiced before. To be honest, I just can't imagine how she has accomplished all these achievements. I mean, she's only eighteen, and I'm already twenty. I'm turning twenty-one. <laughs> I'm not even sure about what should I do in the future. I feel the same with you, and I am so jealous of her, and I want to steal her life. But whenever something or someone that is advocated to a very high position, there are always controversies involved about her dual nationality in both China and America, because China actually doesn't accept dual nationality. Some people are kind of sensitive to her identity being a Chinese American. And from her education to her personality, she's absolutely the perfect human being I have ever seen in this world. Just an exaggeration. How she dedicated in promoting her love sport and used her own effort to fight for the female equality in sports is just admirable. Her maturity on facing those questions from the press is actually beyond our perceptions of her age. However, some of the comments gave me a feeling of the "let them eat cake" attitude. 
uh, which I can translate to Chinese. He bu shi rou mi is actually from a Chinese story that talking about the ignorance or disregard of the hardships of the um the privileged by the powerful class. Well, that is too harsh to say like that. Let's just say that her comment gives me a feeling of insensitivity to or incomprehension of the realities of life for the ordinary people, or we can say the unfortunate. China is actually restricted in using some apps and services like Instagram, Twitter, and Google. When being asked on one of the questions why she is able to access these platforms. Um, I then replied, "Everyone is able to download the VPN on App Store, and it's literally free, which is not that true in my experience. It's not as easy as she described." I have to say, I feel very uncomfortable on this comment. And she once said publicly that everyone should possess ten hours of sleeping time. When she is answering a journalist's question on how she balances critics and praise on social media. She answered that she is not going to waste her time on people who are uneducated. The uneducated, with quotation, give me a sense of privilege from a higher class, a way how she is educated in the very, very elite way, and I just can't resonate with her. At the same time, just during the Olympic Games, there was a video footage about a woman on chain around her neck went viral on social media. We cannot understand what she is accusing about in the video. Her teeth. Seems disappeared, and it is suspected to be abused. After a series of investigation, the report states that she was brought to Jiangsu by traffickers in 1998 and has been sold twice as a bride. And eventually, she is married to a man in Feng County in Xuzhou and giving birth to eight children since then. Her name was changed after that as well. And these two issues happening at the same time is just overwhelming. I feel like the world is separated into two parts, and whenever I I saw Eileen was making progress, I cannot help to think about the woman in chain, and I can't imagine how many women out there is still being caged as a slave, as a machine that is worked to carry on a family line for the man. So, from Eileen Gu to the chain woman, how the media is advocating the spirit of Eileen but ignoring the chain woman is disappointing. Yeah. I feel like the media is constantly creating an anxiety for women that you need to become successful enough to have the rights to achieve gender equality. It has established its thought that gender equality is something only the elite class can possess. True, it's like we have to stay alert to this status quo, and also the press has shaped her as a role model for the girls to look up to. They advocated her for becoming a representative of what an excellent girl should be. I mean, this is really unreasonable and ridiculous, right? Yeah,、uh, it's for us to more normal girls to acknowledge. On the one hand, we recognize her hard work, but on the other hand, we cannot deny her family background and the education she received shaped what she is nowadays. Exactly. Um, to me, she's like an existence, a being, someone to admire, but not the person we are striving to become. I'm really happy for all her achievement, but that is just it. It just seems、yeah. too far away from her life.、Um, I remember she has mentioned a lot about her participating in after-school study sessions very often during the holidays in China. Just to explain a little bit about this, <laughs> taking these kind of courses to improve your academic performance in school is very common thing to Chinese students. 
We even started to take this kind of courses when we were still in elementary school. Yeah, I participated in this off-campus study session until I came to Canada, and I think Eileen, as a genius figure, has also taken part in this study session like all the other normal students. With quotation, has given a hope or, in fact, an illusion to the Chinese parents that their kids can actually making such an excellent progress, just like what Eileen has done. You know, I always want to complain about my mom that she always expect a lot from me, from academic to activities and even to my career. I just fail to accomplish what she expected. Sometimes she needs to admit that I am not talented and my performance is just mediocre all the time. Although my parents are not expecting me to become that successful and they are not requiring me to become the top among the others. I still can tell that in China, there are a lot of other parents putting their excessive anticipations on their children. Maybe there are similarities in the process of growing up between Eileen and a lot of Chinese kids, but this doesn't mean that most of us, as the commonest and average kids, are able to become someone like her. Indeed, when we are recognizing her accomplishment, um, praising her hard work. We should ignore how her cultural background and the economic foundation behind is also making contributions for her. She cannot represent most of our girls in China or even worldwide. There is a huge gap between us. To be honest, if we go deeper into this topic, it will involve some philosophical discussions, the meritocracy, like most of the factors that influence our success are not determined by ourselves. Which we might talk more in our future episodes, or not. What we can really resonate with is the Chang woman. The lower class is always lack of a representation, a voice, and is widely not supported. Even though this issue is still going viral, it has not been taken seriously by the government. Yeah, and I feel very sad about their attitudes. To be honest,、mm, it seems like we have a pretty heavy and provocative. Topics today. I mean, these are really worth discussing topics. Sometimes we have to recognize the reality instead of drawing in a kind of fantasy. Absolutely, we actually can expand a lot on this, but maybe in the future. All right, that is all we have in this episode. Hope you enjoy, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.